Welcome to Coach Club Africa, the home of heroes without the headlines. I'm your host, Danny Den Hartog, coach of coaches and co-founder of Coach Africa. Coach Club Africa is the podcast that promotes and nurtures coaching made in Africa. This is a community of African coaches and leaders with one thing in common, the desire to grow their impact, influence and income so that this powerful intervention called coaching scales across a bold new Africa. Join the community by hitting the subscribe button and watch those episodes coming to your feed as soon as they are available. And in the meantime, come on over and follow me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at Danny Den Hartog. All right, everyone, welcome to already episode 10 of Coach Club Africa, the home of the heroes without the headlines. I'm your host, Danny Den Hartog, and today we'll talk about the importance of Afrocentric coaching models and interventions. I just want to start this episode by a brief personal story before I introduce today's guest to you. So, when I started my work with Coach Africa and I immersed myself in the, the world of coaching made in Africa, and I am, uh, for most of you who know, I'm from the Netherlands in Europe. And one of the questions that I typically got from the beginning is, what can we learn from Africa, right? What can we learn from Africa? What is unique when we talk about coaching from Africa? And I have to admit, at the beginning, I had actually difficulties to, to really answer that question succinctly, right? And I think in this episode, we will see that there's a very clear answer to that question. And I'm super excited for this conversation. And without further ado, I would like to introduce my special guest, Nobantu Potulo. Nobantu coaches leaders and teams, and she facilitates leadership programs to help leaders do human better by leading with the heart and the backbone. Nobantu is amongst the 6% of coaches globally that are accredited by the ICF at a master coach level, the MCC. She has been able to humanize leadership through developing Ubuntu-centered leadership programs and Ubuntu coaching. And her training programs, she has already trained over 100 coaches globally and HR staff as well to be Ubuntu coaches. She developed an Ubuntu coaching mantra, see more, hear more, love more, illuminate more, be more and do less, which <laughs> sounds really exciting to me. She's also part of the international inaugural team that launched Ethical Coach in Ethiopia, and her programs are all based on consciousness and awareness raising. So Nobantu, a very, very warm welcome to Coach Club Africa. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jenny, Sunny Bonani, to everyone. Great. I'm so excited to uh, to dance together today, right? And see what emerges. I love dancing, Jenny. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and see what, what emerges from our conversation today, because I think we'll, we are in, in for a treat together. And if you would like to start, please, by just introducing yourself to those that are not familiar with, with you briefly and talk a little bit about your story, what got you into coaching. Thank you for that. It's amazing when you find your purpose when you're young, 
So I found that I wanted to do this kind of work when I was doing my last year of high school at the age of 16. And my brothers are more in the math science area. And I remember because they went that way, I'm the last born, they expected me to follow suit and do math and science uh, careers. I remember even one of the brothers took time off to come and help me to make sure I get an A. Uh, Little did he know his little sister. So I just got a good enough symbol in maths and knew from then that I wanted to do humanities. So I did psychology and I practiced as a psychologist for years. And then in 2000, I started coaching. And then what I realized in coaching was that it's kind of adopted a westernized approach. And I started to reflect on how I grew up in Africa, growing up in the spirit of Ubuntu, where even myself, I'm a beneficiary of that. I was brought up by my uh, mother's sister who took me when I was just uh, a month old. And where I grew up, it was common practices for neighbors to go to the neighbor and ask for sugar, ask for tea or slices of bread. So there was this sharing and caring. There was this interconnectedness. And I remember because I grew up in an extended family, the world, we were 20 people, but still there would be two extra plates. And then when I asked mama, my aunt, I, I called her mama, and she would tell me in case there's a stranger who passes by and who's hungry, they should have food. So on that basis, the Ubuntu came when we were launching the ethical coach with Bancroft of WBEX then, who's no longer there. I said, let's use Ubuntu as the basis for ethical coach because it is about that. It's about ensuring that all leaders in Africa, in the NGO world, and also in developing countries benefit from coaching. And uh, Ethiopia was the best place to launch this. And they have the spirit of Andenan, which is a version in Amharic of Ubuntu. So during the, that program, then I thought, in fact, as I woke up one day, I woke up with a complete plan. And as I'm saying that, I'm feeling really emotional because I knew exactly that I have a message to develop this Ubuntu coaching. No struggle at all. I woke up with a model. I woke up with everything ready like that. And for me, that's the emergence we talk about in Africa. When the time is right, when it's something that is going to benefit the whole society, the answers just come like that. Wow. I love that. I love that. The, did you trust that process, like that it would come and flow and emerge? Or was that a surprise to you, yourself, at the moment that you actually everything happened? I knew it. Trust is something else. I knew it. I had that inner knowing that comes from your gut, from your nerve area, which for me is that umbilical cord that connected me to my ancestors and those that came before me. So I knew without a doubt. I'm not surprised. 
and I know it's gonna go fast. I, I love the energy. It's it's flowing through the Zoom. So Nobantu, tell us a little bit about because there will be also quite a few listeners that when they saw the topic, right, dance with what emerges the power of Ubuntu coaching that are wondering what is actually Ubuntu. So just let us start there. If you if you may just describe what it means to you and and then talk with us a little bit about the relevance of Ubuntu in coaching. Thank you for that, Danny. Ubuntu is an African ancient wisdom. It is about interconnection. It is about interbeingness. It's about us as beings, being non-separate. So it cuts across this fallacy of duality. Because, because of Ubuntu, I see myself in you, and hopefully you see yourself in me. And as that happens, then, this is the spirit of non-harming. Because when I see myself in you, that means that, therefore, I cannot harm you. Because if I harm you, that would be tantamount to harming myself. And in my language, Isikosa, what does Ubuntu mean? It is umdu ngumdu ngabantu. A person is only a person through other people. And then the English translation, which is not quite how it translates in Zulu or Tosa, is I am because we are. I cannot be fully myself if you are not fully who you are destined to be. So there is this interlinkage, this interconnection, like an umbilical cord connecting a fetus to the mother. There is that kind of, we depend on each other, and there is enough to go by for all of us. And if I think about it in coaching, Ubuntu in coaching is exactly that. How do I, as a coach, not come with my ideas, but come and say, wow, I've got a person who comes to me and wants to journey with me, alongside me, in um, helping them to find themselves so that we can co-create together. So there is something in Africa that happens. It's about receiving another person. It's seeing whoever is a guest or whoever comes to your home as the kind of the deity, the greatness. I see the greatness in you. As a result, when you come into my home, I have to do everything humanly possible to make sure that you feel this is your home too. So when I applied this in coaching, I just thought of that. And then what came as an important step in, in RASIA, which is my coaching model, R-A-S-E-A, it's that receiving. And so in Ubuntu coaching, it's not about rushing to the solution. It's it's, it's taking time, hanging out, chilling with your client, making them feel home. If you think about the ICF core competencies, cultivating 
trust and safety. And then when the person feels like, wow, I'm home here, then the A comes. You acknowledge that person, wow, thank you very much. And I acknowledge you wanting to journey with me in this uh, courageous journey of yours. Appreciate them. You don't take the clients for granted. It's not a transactional kind of relationship. You pay me, I'm here you to help you solve. It's much, much deeper than that. I connect with the persons all, even their ancestors too, because as we are journeying together, we get deeper into who that person is. And then the S is summarized. As I listen to you deeply with my body, within Gaba, which we call the umbilical cord in my language, with the heart, then I'm able to pick up nuances that you're not able to even see. Hence, in my 20-something years of coaching, I don't even take notes because I've got this greatness in me, in front of me, and whatever they say, summarize what they say and check with them have respect, be humbled at what comes out. And then evoke awareness. I noticed that when you were saying this and this and that, this happened. What depth does that touch in your essence? And then the A, you ask to move the client forward. Wow. That's exceptional. It's so refreshing if you look at the dominant ways that uh, that coaching conversations are conducted. Like there's a lot of pressure in terms of like short shortening sessions, like right, uh, laser coaching, power sessions, whatever you want to call it, even up to 15 minutes. All these things, and you're actually saying that that there's a way to really go to uncover the essence of the other being. And connect on a much deeper level, more profound level through exactly. And and if you think about the African proverb, if you wanna go fast, go alone. If you wanna go far, go together. And here's the thing, Danny, because of the depth of the connection, I never, I don't wear a watch for now maybe thirty years of my life. And the coaching session, the conversation ends at the appropriate time wow really because you feel the energy it's not about the time because we are species that are supposed to live beyond and across time and space when we are in that spaciousness when we are across that time time is of no essence and yet i promise you it won't go over it won't be insufficient it will be just a conversation that takes the person to another level because that was exactly the question that popped up in my uh, my head so i think that's the connection sense, i'm talking about sense, yeah? right? like you could it's exactly, exactly read, that there was huh? exactly the question in my mind like you know what because as a coach like that first thing is like i would get nervous in terms of like how long is the duration of an average session if i'm like you know open up open myself that much up and I mean, I've seen, I, I have to say that, and I'm really happy for for this conversation because I've seen some of your YouTube videos and I've seen some, uh, I've seen how you engage with, with clients. And I recommend everybody uh, listening to this podcast to actually check that out because the way you 
Uh, I, I don't know a better word than flow. I mean, that's that's a word that I know. But it's it seems that that yeah, you are connected, and that a client is, and that's the essence of coaching, right? Like they are finding themselves in that conversation, and that's what what you make possible in a conversation. So I'm I'm super impressed with the work exactly, that you do. Then just that because you know what I find as I coach people especially applying that mantra you talked about, see more, hear more, love more, illuminate more, be more and do less. I would find at the end of the coaching, and I don't care where you come from. And I found this, by the way, from people of European descent, where a person would start crying. And then when we look at what's happening, and they would say, it's the first time they are seeing themselves. Because through this deep connection, through this listening, you enable the person to see themselves and also to see what they are saying. And not just to listen to that, but to literally see, oh my God. And then that propels them to the next level in terms of taking action and doing what needs to be done. I've often said that you know, here in the, in the West, in Europe or the US, we are basically, we have everything and we are miserable, right? And there is such an emptiness. And I'm, I'm seeing it a lot with, with people that want to, that are achieving great things like financially or, you know, they're making great strides in their careers, but deep down, they, they just lost themselves in the, in the process. And I guess these are the people that you're talking about that uh, would greatly benefit from. Uh, and here's the thing, Daniel, right there. What, what do we define everything to be? I've seen people in South Africa in rural areas who have nothing in terms of materialism, but in terms of the quality of the soul, the quality of their essence. Oh my goodness, such joy. It's like, these are the rich people to me than those who have got bank balances or whatever. No, it's not about materialism. It's about the trueness and the authenticity towards your soul and your essence. And this is what Ubuntu brings to people. It cuts across this crap that we have in corporates that you have to use others to get to the top. As you get to the top, Bring everyone down. But what this is saying is that there is abundance there. There is enough for everyone. And as you go up, lift someone else. And I'm thinking of my mom now when she was still alive. She was a girl guide. When I was a little girl, she taught me a song that said, lift as you are. This is beautiful. Do you think the market is actually outside of Africa for like services that you provide or for coaches that want to learn how to become a great Ubuntu coach or is the market Pan-African or is the market global? Like what, what is your take on? It's actually more global. You, you, you know, as human beings, it's, it's like when you stay in a coastal town, you wonder why are all these people coming to my town to get to the coast or to the sea? We take what we have for granted. And then those that have a peak, we do the same thing. 
oh my goodness, there's something here. I mean, when I do my uh, live coaching demonstrations with, with WPEX, that's one of the mostly attended sessions. Over thousands of people attend the Ubuntu uh, coach demonstration. And you would get a feedback that people would be saying, wow, I can feel the heart right across the waves, across the screen. That's how powerful this is because it is not a Nobandu thing. It is not an African thing. We all have a heart. This is universal. This is something about connectedness, about compassion, about caring, courage, curiosity, and also just a call to action, which are the seven C's that we say in Ubuntu coaching. We'd love to know more about the seven C's in a, in a moment if we, uh, we can dive into it. But one of the things that I love about the potential of, of this work is that this transcends boundaries, right? You've just been talking about, oh, yes. right? Like that interconnectedness and the spirit of Ubuntu actually puts us uh, as, as fellow human beings on exactly the same foot, which, it's, which it should be, right? Like we are all equal and we are all humans. And I think through these interactions, like stereotypes and actually brand Africa would be enriched overall because the interactions with, with international clients would actually immediately remove any sense of color, any sense of geography, like difference in geography or anything, because at the end of the day, we're, we're humans. And one of the things which I still find shocking is that that narrow one-sided story that it's around if, when we talk about, about Africa and the West. So what exactly what, what that, is the... that kind of divide, that kind of exactly. duality. This is exactly. this is what brings non-duality. And it goes to the basics of being human. Yeah. You have a heart, Danny. I have a heart. I'm in South Africa right now. You have you are in the Netherlands. We have a soul together. And and then just just I, I love stories, by the way. There's a story I like that I, I like to tell when I uh I train leaders. You know, there was, uh, you know, gods from outer space got together once. They were having this meeting that was concerning to them, talking about us, human beings. And they were saying, you know what these human beings are? We were trying to get things not to be accessible to them. They can do whatever. They can go to the moon. They now can connect through Zoom eh? and have these webinars across, you know, continents. And they were thinking, my goodness, we are going to lose our wisdom because they are taking over now. And in this session, there was this God that was a very quiet person who takes um, the backstage, who fades, and he somehow raises his head like this. And he says, I know what we can do that they won't find. Then the others open their eyes. What would that be? And then he says, we can give them a soul and hide that in themselves, inside of them. They won't find it. We do have that soul, isn't it? Do we look hard enough to get that, to connect 
to each other to connect to Mother Nature and stop the destruction. No, we don't. Absolutely. I love one of the comments in the in the chat. We are channels of wisdom and inspiration. When we listen deeply, we know which way to go and where to start and what exactly to do. And I want you exemplify that. I love that. Great comment. Wow. Thank you, uh, Dr. Dumi, for, uh, for that comment. Nubant, to talk, talk a little bit about the seven C's, if you, if you may, of, uh, of the Ubuntu coaching. Those are the C's you say with this, by finding your soul within yourself. The first one is compassion. As I had said, this humanizes leadership. Just to give you a, a, a small example, I'm coaching in a, a law firm here in South Africa that is 100 years old. And you can imagine that's a law firm that was started by Afrikaners. And now they really are out for years. Now I've been working with them to get Black candidate attorneys to come and join And I remember when we started our conversations because they wanted to work with me and with this uh, concept, I went to their offices, to the boardroom and all of that. As you go to the boardroom, beautiful offices. I looked at the wall and I was with this uh, equity partner. Looked at this wall with all the previous partners of hundreds of years. Guess who's on that? White man. There was just one white woman. And they said, Well, I would say the name is Jan, but that's not not the right name. Well, Jan, you say you're bringing me here to do what? To help us to really expand and be transformative and have these more of the African people coming to the partnership level. And I looked at that as we are passing. And I said, can we pause? Can you look up at that? What do you see there? How do you think I'd be willing to come here when I see that? Danny, the next time I came there, that photo was not there. There was a photo of all the people who are working there currently. Black, white, green, blue, yellow, and everyone at whatever level. So it is that. And from then, that was five years ago, they have quite a number of people who look like me, who are partners. So it's about that compassion. How do you listen and see the people you have and know that they too contribute to what that organization is? It's about caring, especially coming from COVID. Do you really, when you bring a client into your coaching space, spend time and find out how really are you? And in my language, when someone asks me how I am, I would say, Ndikona, now that you have seen me, I'm here. And then as we do that now, because I also start to relax my amygdala, stop being under threat, I relax. There's no danger here. Then we're able now to dance and co-create and get things to emerge. So co-creation is the third one. And then you take a client who was even afraid of facing what they are dealing with to start developing courage, which is the fourth C. And both of you, you are in this state of awe, this state of mystery. And then curiosity comes. This person starts to want to know, 
hey, I thought I knew myself. I need to go deeper here. And we connect as we do that. And as the client relaxes, I challenge the client and call them to action. Remember, we're just not here having a cup of tea. We have to combine the who and what is it that we want to get to? Because at the end of the day, the measure of success is your client being able to get to where they want to get to. So seven C's, compassion, caring, co-creation, courage, curiosity, connectedness, and call to action. I love it. When you when you were talking about that, how are you, right? It's often such a shallow <laughs> question because most people are not really interested in uh, And we hear that so often that we kind of like have an automatic answer. And it's, I'm sure that's not only the asking, but it's it's actually like how you ask and how you connect and with what intention that that you actually ask that question. Right? So how would you... The two can, things yeah. there, I want to know how is your soul? And also I want you to see yourself, to really see you. I mean, if you think about the young ones now, it's like, hater, hater, who's it? Sharp and sharp. It's done and dusted. But do you really look the person in the eye and ask, Danny, how are you? And even the way you say that shows that you really are connecting with the soul, with the deeper essence of who that person is. And if you are in the rural areas, just asking how are you could take about 15 minutes. They'd ask you about your crops, your livestock, eh, your children. That person, you know, that person that you were once seen with, that day when there was rain, oh, that storm, how is that person? So if you're thinking about just that, in the Western kind of uh, theories, we're talking about uh, systems thinking. We've always applied that. Because I am because we are. Whatever I'm doing, it is to the benefit of the whole. Absolutely. What method of delivery are you mainly using? Is it is it through Zoom and web, like really having a webcam and connect because you have to kind of like see each other? Or is this also totally okay to, you know, to do it through voice calls or... What would you recommend in terms of the delivery? The soul, the soul doesn't have a, a human eye. It's got a, an eye that sees better. Just to give you an example, I started uh, virtual coaching because I worked a lot with the UN from 2006 and all of that. Then we were just using phones. I remember this particular time I was coming from New York and tired. I had to have two calls that day. I just arrived jet lagged and everything. I tell you, I slept during coaching, fell asleep. And before coaching, what I do, I really make sure that I um, ground myself, so meditate and all of that. But I was trying to stay awake and I would sleep. But because my consciousness was heightened, then I would find myself, fortunately, towards the phone, falling asleep. I would wake up, ask a question. Then the client would go and answer whatever they did because I don't know what they were saying. And then after that, fall asleep again, wake up, ask a question. 
Kenny, towards the end of the session, I thought, oh my goodness, how can I lose this amazing client? This is it. Then we we're harvesting the, the lessons with the client. I said, oh, what did you learn about yourself in this session? And how did you find the session? And he said, oh my God, this was the best session I ever had. I'm talking about a client in Europe. So we do get in the way. This this is what you mean by like get rich sleeping, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't advise anyone to do that. Oh my oh, God. I love it. <laughs> See the in me when I thought, oh dear God. Right? That, that's the kind of connection. Yeah, yeah. And with my clients being all over in all continents at all times of the day, it's that thing about connecting. And you can't fluff it, Danny. You can't. It's either you're there fully or you are not. Are we going to get the people to connect and ask? And I'm not sure what they would like. You know, it's like now it's me and you talking. I'm not sure how you, you want this whether you're going to get people to ask or just we finish till the end of the session. Absolutely. I just want to kind of ask you, Bantu, in terms of uh, what is the outlook for coaching in Africa? Where are the opportunities for, uh, for Africa's coaches in your uh, view? You, you know, I am very excited uh, about what's happening in Africa currently, starting with Coach Africa, coming to South Africa with uh, uh, Mongezi, the African Board of Psychology and Coaching and Counseling, coming to the BCB Coaching and all of that. So Africa is rising. And would I say it's too late? No. Africa, your time is now. This is the time that the world has got to listen to where coaching and mentoring started to listen to where humanity started. And it is not late that we are now coming and taking over coaching because I don't care who says what, I could be arrogant right now. Being coached by an African who connects with you is different than doing coaching on someone and following a model and, and. you sit with an African who coaches you and you feel, wow, that has just hit me. Because it opens you up to an area that you never even thought you would go. And the emergence that would come is something else. So, so we time. are right where time we are time. right now. And we're going to fly high. Absolutely. This is only the be- just the beginning. And I think just to, to, uh, to round off the, this conversation... I hope everybody got like a sense of that there's so much uniqueness inside all of us, right? And that uniqueness and that connection is something that the world needs more than ever, right? We're such a polarized, we're living in such a polarized world, right? Where the media is just, it's only clickbait, Right, that people are uh, are after these days. So, as coaches, we have an opportunity to change things and uh, and really connect on a, and understand who that other person is and help them to move forward. Thank you so much, Nobantu, for this incredible 
episode of Coach Club Africa. Nobonte, I would like to give you the floor for any last words or any last um, insight or something that you want to share uh, to conclude the session. So I I think for me, what's important, which is um, really staying with our clients, what I'd like to say. For instance, in Africa, you find that we stay a lot in the body. And as we do that, some somatic wisdom emerges. So as we sit with our clients, get to see what emerges from uh, for your client. If your client so wishes to sing or dance or ululate during the session, allow them to, because they get to the bigger essence of who you are. So we literally dance with the client in the moment and we follow them wherever they want to go. There's no embarrassment here. I've got a, even a, a drum, here, an African drum that we can play. We've got like, yeah. And it's amazing the magic that comes. And you do that with executives. They like are like, wow. And what I do as well, I take people to a nature reserve in the botanical gardens and we walk as we coach and the magic that comes after that. So let's decolonize coaching, Africanize coaching, and then we'll see what the world getting, what it's been waiting for. Africa, your time is now. Wow, speechless. Thank you so much. So how can people connect with you? Leah, what is the best way for uh, those that want to know more about uh, Ubuntu coaching? maybe want to become an Ubuntu certified coach or what uh we've where got people the, find we- you? The, the website nobandocoaching.co.za then you'll find the upcoming program we've got a program that is coming now in October and our programs are four hours at a session total of four sessions and here's the thing internationally accredited by the International Coaching Federation. So you do get some coaching uh, CCEs from uh, ICF. Beautiful. So nobontocoaching.co.za, right? Is that correct? Okay, wonderful. So have a look. And uh, again, Nobonto, I really want to thank you on behalf of everyone. Mm. uh, It has been an amazing conversation. And uh, thanks again for everything. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Coach Club Africa. I trust we have inspired you today. Please follow this podcast so you will not miss out on future episodes. And do share the podcast with other coaches and leaders and leave us a review. This podcast is powered by Coach Africa, the one-stop shop for coaching in Africa. Coach Africa transforms bold dreams into reality as you step into your journey to being an exceptional coach or leader. If you would like to learn how Coach Africa can support you on your coaching or leadership journey, please visit coachafrica.org or send me a direct message through LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram.